0: Hi, I'm Wendy. And I'm Debbie. We're so glad you're here with us today. Yeah. Going on a journey to talk about fat. <laughs> so for over 35 years, our health system and our government declared all fat was bad and to remove it from our daily lives. And we all went a little crazy, literally, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Literally. No more, yeah. no more brain fuel, right? right? It's it's fat for the brain, cognitive health, all the absorption of vitamins and and mm-hmm. longevity and joint health yeah yeah we we're need f- that we're fat phobic i know fat phobic so let's get past that that's yeah. like we've outgrown that
1: yeah we got to get got to get past that because we first of all we don't want to throw a whole group of foods out
0: you yeah, know we but don't we don't that's silliness right and you know in this podcast we're not going to be talking about cholesterol but there's a direct you know connection in again history yep. with fat and cholesterol so Stay tuned for part two, and we're going to take a deeper dive into cholesterol and and all the reasons why we need healthy cholesterol and healthy numbers. Yep, Because we have clients that come to us who aren't eating fat. (laughs) Yeah, they come to us eating fat-free everything.
1: Yeah, or cutting back a lot on fat because someone told them to.
0: Who might that someone be? Yeah, And we want to address it because our understanding of nutrition – ours meaning the collective yeah. industry, mm-hmm. has changed over time. Yeah. And fat used to be a no-no. Yeah. And I've had conversations with people 10, 20 years older than we are who are still afraid of fat mm-hmm. because of their heart yeah, and their longevity. Right. And we want to dispel some of those old stories and talk fat with you.
1: Yeah, because... What I'm finding is sometimes clients come to me with their blood work that they've gotten. Right. And they see numbers that scare them or that their doctors or practitioners have told them are scary. And then they cut back on fat. Mm. And a lot of times those practitioners aren't telling them the whole story. Yeah. You want to look
0: at the whole person, the whole story, everything that they're eating, everything that they're doing. Right. Their stress level, their sleep. Right. We're a whole picture. We are. We're and, not just fat. That's right. You know?
1: <laughs> and <laughs> or, if you know us, if you follow us, that's no news to you. you that's, know, that's right. We, we can't just isolate one nutrient and demonize it or excel it. You know, we, there's It's not about that. It's about your whole life and how you live your life, not just the nutrients you put in your body.
0: Yeah. It's also not just one meal. It's our consecutive meals over time done consistently right it's not the one or two celebrations that's right (laughs) right yeah Yeah. so let's talk fat yeah we're diving into fat We'll start with the disclaimer, of course, that everyone's unique, and we offer these podcasts based on our experience and our own research, and so we really encourage people to explore what works for you as an individual, and we do encourage you to talk to your doctor, and if there's controversial information or you don't feel like your doctor's supporting you in the same way that you'd like, find a new doctor. Yeah. Find someone who speaks your language, who has a deep respect for you exploring your healthy choices. Right. And we're going to say this
1: message more than once, but we want you to question everything and question everyone, including us. That's right. You know, we've been going back and listening to a lot of our podcasts and some reading some of the stuff we've written before, and generally we like what we've done, but there have been a few times that we've caught some things that we've changed our mind about because of new information or just us learning from ourselves or from our clients, so Always question everything.
0: So here we are. We want to talk about reversing the fear of fat. That's one of our biggest takeaways.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Because we don't want you to stop eating fat. We need fat. We need fat. It's an energy source. Yes. And it supports brain cognition, and it helps us absorb all the vitamins and the minerals that are in all the other rainbow of food choices. Yeah. We need fat on that salad. Right.
1: Fat helps us absorb vitamins A, vitamins E, vitamins D, and vitamin K. I didn't say that in alphabetical order, but it doesn't really matter.
0: <laughs> A, D, E, and K. And the minerals. It also, these essential fatty acids, you know, these, these are the ones our body can't make. Right. Right? That's so what makes
1: them the essential fatty acids.
0: Exactly. So we right. need fat to absorb these vitamins.
1: Right. And nutrients. Yeah. So, it. and what else fat does is in our bodies, I mean, people will need to realize what's going on because we, before we did research about fat all these years ago, we didn't, we couldn't have told you if you said, what does fat do for us? Right. You know, it's a matter of knowing, but we need it to help build our cell membranes. Fat is around all of our cells, um, which is really important to protect our cells and to keep our cells Nice and fluffy. Yeah, we want
0: them plump, like <laughs> yeah. plums, right? We don't want to have raisiny cells, right. fat helps that. It also yeah. helps us absorb water. If oh, they're yeah. all wrinkly, the water's just going to go straight through our cells. That's
1: exactly right. So it's it's the integrity of our cells that it helps, and what surrounds our nerves. It helps our nerves do use the electricity that we need in our body, too. Fat
0: helps us with that. It's essential for blood clotting, for muscle movement, and it, it's a great mitigator for inflammation oh, and I mean, inflammation, right. Is the root cause yeah. of, of our dis ease. Right. So you go fat free and you might create additional inflammation in your body. Yeah. And you're actually reversing the exactly what your body aches for.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Inflammation is huge in, in our, in our modern society. And if we can do anything to reduce inflammation, it's so important. Um, but fat also, aside from inflammation, it also helps insulate our bodies, keeps us warm, and it keeps our organs protected. Yeah. So that's like, those are huge jobs that fat does. And if you're eliminating fat from your diet and having very little, a lot of these things are compromised.
0: So as we were doing research on the podcast, we dug into some of our favorite authors and found uh, some old data around the harm, quote unquote, of saturated fats. Yeah. And <laughs> it made us wince. We looked at our bookshelves and we we're like, oh, yeah. that's only, you know, 10, 15 years old and it's it's already old. Yep. Yep. So it's really interesting how quickly, you know, science is catching up to us. Ourselves, yes, you know, right. Well, we graduated from
1: uh, IIN thirteen years ago, and all the books that we bought at that time and that we got through the program that we've kept on our shelves and we've referred to. It's we're talking about those books, and I mean, we don't want to throw them out in a sense. Right. They do have some good information, but so much of it is outdated already, and and so and even online, we've come across things, and you have to look at the dates because sometimes there's information on there that's that's ten years old that you really. Nutrition is accelerating so quickly. You know, we're, the information about it, we're in the infancy of the science of nutrition.
0: Well, besides, yes, and it's very trendy, yeah. right? Nutrition is very trendy. You know, what's the latest thing, yeah. the fastest, quickest thing that I could do to help me look better? Right. And we're about looking, feeling, and performing your best. It's not just about the, the looks. Yeah. We really have to go to the mindset around you know how we're walking around.
1: Right, right. Yeah, so beware of trends when it comes to nutrition, Absolutely. for sure.
0: So the one thing everyone agrees on, and it's still good science and it's still really helpful information, is that trans fat is not healthy in any way. Right. So... You have more control of that than you know, <laughs> <laughs> right. and so we advise people to completely eliminate that from their diet.
1: Yeah, and I think most people know that that idea of trans fat is not healthy. Yeah, but what people don't realize is all the things that trans fats are in. Yeah, and how they get around it because. They don't have to report it in on the label if it comes under one gram right. per serving. Per serving. So right. what did they do?
0: They just reduced the serving size. Right. So instead of 10 crackers, you can only have six, right. for example. Right. So now and it's
1: half a gram of trans fat. And then and they it doesn't can, have to be... And right. they can say zero grams trans fats. Right. So be really, really very wary. And here's the thing. Trans fats are in processed foods.
0: Yeah and it's labeled in the ingredients so they still have to put it in the ingredients label right. so you skip that white and black little square with you know yeah. all the protein and sugars and trans fats and you go, and right. You go yep. right to the ingredients That's stuff. right. And what is the ingredient cuz it doesn't say trans fat no it doesn't <laughs> so there's another tricky industry uh right it's right. it's partially hydrogenated oil right look for and, that word hydrogenated yep yeah and so it's basically taking a liquid and putting it into a solid, and so it's really easy for manufacturers to use. It's very cheap, yep. highly processed, yep. and it's very damaging to our body. Right. They make
1: it, they make it to make it shelf-stable. Right, so they can sit on store shelves <laughs> indefinitely.
0: So this is what's happening to us. Yeah, except we're not indefinite. Well,
1: <laughs> right? That's right. And so what it's doing is making those fats solid, and that's what happens in our arteries. And yeah. that's why trans fats are dangerous, because it it clogs our arteries. It it stops them up more than any other kind of fat, and so it can it can cause heart disease faster and and more efficiently than any other fat.
0: Yeah. So direct link between eating excessive trans fat and heart attacks and death.
1: That's right. So what is it in?
0: It's in peanut butter. Yep. People eat peanut butter like crazy. And right? Not the, and not necessarily the natural peanut butter. That's right. If it just says peanuts and salt, you're, you're good. good. You're, you're good. You're good to go. Yep. But read that label because where there's partially hydrogenated oil, there's probably sugar as well.
1: So it's also in syrups. Mm. It's in those coffee creamers.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah. Um, it's in lots of dressings.
0: Yeah, and you wouldn't think, why, why do they need to put that into dressings? Yeah. Again,
1: shelf-stable. Shelf
0: stable. <laughs> <laughs> Cookies, yep. french fries, yep.
1: pastries, baked goods, a lot of baked goods like those Entenmann's. Not to bash any brands, but those kinds of things that you find on the shelf that are usually at the end of the shelves that you see very first, right when you walk into the store, those are all the trans fats. Spray oils. Oh, okay. spray oils as well. Yeah. So one of, one of the things that I want to say about this is that some people do well with higher fat diets than other people do. And we know from our research in, in the past, and even you can find it today, is that people from northern climates, especially if they're from Arctic clients, tend to have a lot of fat, saturated fat, and their bodies do really well with it yeah. and because they need it, and it's a different lifestyle. Maybe if you're from the tropics, your body doesn't do as well with with high fat content. So it really, it's so individual. It's so unique. You have to know your own body and what works for you, knowing how you feel. You're an individual. Bingo. Yeah.
0: Just to riff on the science just a little bit more and our understanding, one, one of the uh, people we follow is Dr. Mark Hyman. And you might recognize that name. Um, he's all the ultra metabolism and ultra brain health and ultra... Uh, the blood sugar solution and ultra metabolism, ultra mind solution. And his original way of eating was the standard American diet. And then he had um, some serious illness and autoimmune disease and it crippled him and it crippled his business and he did some deep diving into food. And what food, how food can help us heal and be vital. And so he changed his story. And it's just a really interesting story about how he got into functional medicine. And so know that some doctors just don't, some doctors just don't know. They aren't up on the science and they aren't taking a deep dive. Right. Yeah.
1: Generally, medical schools, especially in the past, do not talk a whole lot about nutrition. And I hope that's changing now. But, you know, doctors who have been around for a little while may not have a lot of information about nutrition. Um, and it depends on them as individuals and their training and how much they've educated themselves now. So, so again, question. That's another You need question. to keep questioning.
0: That's right. <laughs> another person that we... Um, have read and uh, done some research with is uh, Dr. David Kessler and he wrote a book about the end of overeating and this idea we want to talk about satiety Mm -hmm. and fat and how we process the three different food groups the proteins the fats and the carbs right those are all macronutrients
1: and they do have different satiety for us
0: right um, because
1: our body processes them differently right yeah so um, fat is often the most satiating macronutrient
0: yes but dun, <laughs> dun, dun, <laughs> it it's actually it slowly releases from the body so it takes longer for yes. our body to realize we're full when we eat fat right. that's why you can go through a whole bag of potato chips and still be hungry but then you know a half an hour an hour later you're like
1: oh, we know everyone knows that feeling.
0: So, so with that mind, protein really is the most immediately satiating of the macronutrients. Right. So,
1: right. And carbs or sugars are the least satiating. Exactly. (laughs) Right. So most people know that protein is the most satiating macronutrient and it empties from the stomach at a pretty slow pace at about four calories a minute. And protein reduces our hunger and makes it easier for us to kind of not eat so much in a way. And sugars, simple sugars, sugars are the least satiating. And they empty from the stomach at a rate of about 10 calories a minute. Um, So we, we typically satisfy hunger with them, but it only lasts about an hour. You know, That's it,
0: why we get so hungry after yeah. a sweet treat in the middle of the afternoon. Right. We have a cookie or it, something for exactly. a pick-me-up.
1: High caloric content, too. Yeah. So it makes us eat a lot more. Um, fat is kind of a different story. It's a little bit more complex. Um, it empties at, from the stomach at just two calories a minute. And so it increases satiety. But the body processes these signals so slowly so that we often eat high-fat foods without feeling full. And before we know it, we feel not so good because yeah. we ate too much of it.
0: And this is the fat paradox, right? right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is how we eat too much fat That's so right. easily. Right. So curious. It's it good to
1: know. It is good to know. And it's not necessarily the numbers that you need to know, no. just to know that we process the fat in our body, in our mind slowly, and so we tend to overeat it. So yeah. take your time. <laughs> But, you know, also know that processed food companies combine these three things in in a science lab. You know, the fat, the sugar, and the salt especially. And make it such a high reward value that it tastes so good that we often overeat it.
0: And it tastes so good. They have really, they've hijacked our taste buds. Like that's not, that's not real. No, it's not. Yeah. And, and and then we go and bite into an apple and are kind of disappointed because it's not <laughs> sweet enough. You know? Right, right. So this is what we do as health coaches is help retrain our taste buds. Yeah. Yeah. Train them
1: into recognizing real food. You know, food that's not highly processed. Food that our body recognizes as As good. food. Yeah. Yeah. And nutritious.
0: Because literally we are what we eat. Right. We are, we turn into all that food that comes in turns into our cells and our blood and our skin and our hair and our
1: brain. Yeah. And and the other thing too, to think about is that we, when you eat real foods that are not highly processed, that aren't, it's, it's kind of hard to overeat. You know, our bodies, we don't, we don't necessarily want to overeat those foods, you know, because they're not those, you know, it's not like this, this crazy flavored stuff that makes us grab more and and everything else it's 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 more mild i guess you'd say than that and when we start to recognize that and and it's delicious and we recognize them as delicious we don't tend to overeat those foods
0: that's right so let's let's talk a little bit more about certain kinds of oils and fats so that we could get like more let's go to our pantry
1: well i know what's in my pantry is always is extra virgin olive oil always always That's right. That's That's sort of our number one favorite oil there is. Yeah. Or fat. Oil, fat, same thing. Yeah. Um, Because it's highly nutritious and it's delicious. It is. It's got a big bang for its buck too. Yeah. And extra virgin olive oil means that it's pressed once. And bottled
0: within 24 hours and it's cold pressed. Right. So what else do you have? I have coconut oil.
1: I do too. Coconut oil. I have ghee ghee yum yep and avocado oil
0: and I do have some sesame oil in my refrigerator
1: yes me too
0: and I think that's it Mm. those are the only oils that I have in my house yeah and I cook everything with that (laughs) with those right I don't need any other oil no you really
1: don't to do all kinds of cooking from high heat cooking to just light sauteing those cover pretty much the the gamut,
0: and just raw in salad dressings, absolutely, and to top roasted vegetables after they've roasted, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess if we, if you were to ask us what oils sh- should you have, that would be the those list. Those are our
1: recommendation. Yeah, and here's the yeah. other thing is that we would recommend that you get small bottles of those things. That's right. You know, we don't want those oils sitting around for very long, and we want them to be put in dark, cool places
0: and we want it to be in amber glass bottles.
1: Yes. Yeah, no clear glass. You know, that's the best way. You know, it's it's tempting to get those huge bottles, especially because they tend to be cheaper and you get them at the big box stores. But they tend to sit
0: around. And, and then they don't taste good. And then, and don't then don't your meal good. doesn't taste good. Right. And you wonder why it tastes better at the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh.
1: There's lots of reasons for that. Uh-oh. But to be honest with you, a lot of those oils too, especially the ones we didn't mention that a lot of people may have in their cabinets, uh-huh. um, they, are, they are fragile. They become inflammatory when they're exposed to heat. Um, and they are oxidated.
0: It takes so much to process some of these oils, like corn oil and soy oil and peanut oil. It just takes an exorbitant amount of solvents and heat yep. to get it to a palatable state. Yeah. And so it's basically denaturing the food right. completely for our convenience.
1: It, just think about those oils, like the, the canola, the sunflower, the safflower. And the reason that they're they're highly processed is because to extract oil from them, it's hard. You know, you think about coconuts are really oily. You know, olives are really oily. Smash them and you get the oil. Exactly. But these other kinds of, think about what they are. Hopefully you can even picture what they are. (laughs) I don't know if you can when it comes to like canola oil and safflower. I don't know what those look like. But anyway, it's hard to get oils out of them. They need solvents. They need a process, lots of processes to make it into the oil that turns into the bottle. So think about that. That's already a highly processed thing. And then a lot of those oils are in highly processed foods. So it's like you're getting triple processed foods.
0: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. These oils you just talked about, they aren't prized for their phytonutrient, value no they're not right? No, no one's dipping crusty french bread <laughs> in canola or safflower oil they're not doing tastings you know there's none of these uh yeah. gourmet uh Absolutely canola not. oil shops right. right yeah and that that's just another like just think of the logic of tasting it straight from the bottle yeah and is it yummy right and why use it yeah, <laughs> it's
1: not necessary. They really aren't necessary to use.
0: We do talk about fats in our cookbook, yep. Nora's community supported cookbook, and we go into a little bit more details about these oils and some of the, you know, poofas and the monounsaturated and polyuns. We we talk a little bit more about that right. in that detail. But for the ad- average person who's looking for recommendations in their kitchen, those those are the oils that we recommend to go for.
1: Absolutely. Um, we're not afraid of butter either.
0: Ah, yes, we have (laughs) butter. Oh, but it's organic. It's It's, organic. It's organic. And why organic? Because organic, organic and grass-finished butter has more omega-3s in it. Absolutely. And And it
1: tastes better.
0: And it tastes really
1: yummy. Yeah. So if you don't care about all the health benefits and all that, it just tastes better. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, yes, we, we recommend butter. And, of course, as we said, with fat... We want to respect fat. Yeah. It, we don't need much of it. We really don't need much. It's no. a high satiety. So respect fat. Don't have a whole lot of it, but have it and enjoy it. Um, it's just, it's one of those things that you don't want to have too much of. And re- remember that your body processes it slowly. So have a little bit and wait a while. And if you still want more, then have a little bit more after that. So we're also remember a couple things that we want to talk about. Yes, we talked about it being a, things... being oils being organic also important you know that's there's, yes. there's standards of organic that are really important the more we buy organic the more demand it is the more people will make organic food. and
0: we're going back to our roots the way original farming and the uh, right
1: Yeah, exactly. exactly um but one thing to also remember about oils is if they smoke remember that when you're yeah. cooking if any oils smoke throw it out start over right it starts developing carcinogenic properties. It's yeah. not, we, the last thing we need in this world is more cancer causing things, right? That's right. Right. So, so if your oil smokes, you left it on the stove a little bit too long or your, your heat was a little bit too high. If it smokes, sorry, you wasted it, but you have to throw it away.
0: Yeah. So I know you make ghee all the time. I do. I've only made it a couple of times, and I just got this wonderful new pot for my dad so he can make ghee. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to making it with him. But you yeah. make it all the time. I make it, so, and,
1: and it's in our cookbook, so you can, you can make it too.
0: That's right. The recipe's right. in our cookbook. It's, but
1: you can buy it. So if you don't want to make it, you can buy it too. It's just absolute. expensive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and ghee, ghee is so healthy. It supports reduced gut inflammation, and it helps us absorb vitamin A. Um, it's And being organic and grass-finished, it has wonderful omega-3s.
0: Which we just we don't get as many omega-3s. Right. We get a lot of omega-6s, but not as many omega-3s. That's
1: right. So we need that. So yeah, and it's it's also one of those oils that you can cook at a high heat. So yeah, it's a good one to have. And, and given all of that, that we've, we're talking about fat, and like we said before, we don't want you to just think about we don't want you to just think about fat, protein, sugars, you know, that we, we need you to look at the whole picture, right? You know, we wanted to address this in our, this podcast, we want to address fat because people have questions about it, but it's, it's not just about fat.
0: It's, it's about your whole, the whole picture. And, and so often when people take fat out, yeah, they're eating, they ultimately are hungrier and mm-hmm. they eat more sugar yep. by default yep. and it just sneaks in over time. Yep. And so you may be having too many calories because you've cut out fat.
1: Yep, that's right.
0: And, and don't forget, it tastes really good. <laughs> it does. So it, it really enhances the flavor of all those vegetables on your plate. Yep. So it's just the yum factor, the pleasure of food. You know, We don't want you to be afraid of fat.
1: That's right. I have, I have just one little story about that idea is that recently I, I was eating yogurt at home. And, um, and I finished my yogurt and I was still kind of hungry when normally I'm not. I have, that's part of my, usually part of my breakfast is yogurt and it's one of the last things I eat. And, and I often feel great after that. But this day I was still hungry and I'm thinking, why am I still hungry? Did, was I really active yesterday? I was thinking about everything in my life. And then I looked at the yogurt container and I realized by accident, I bought a low fat yogurt. Uh, it was an accident it might have been in the same you know pile as the the, you, the whole fat yogurts that I usually buy the whole milk yogurts and it was by accident and that's why it didn't taste that great either but I thought oh maybe it was what I ate before and it was it wasn't it didn't satiate me and it's because it was a low fat yogurt which I don't ever buy so it's a big difference make a, make a difference try that whole milk yogurt if you haven't already it's so much better
0: And you throw some berries on top of that, maybe maybe some nuts and cacao nibs or something. I mean, it's It's just... a whole meal. It's a wonderful, wonderful meal. Yeah. So we love this idea of eating less, moving more, eating lots of fruits and vegetables. This really is the bottom line. And this is something that uh, another one of the folks who follow, Marian Nestle, she's a professor of nutrition, food studies, and public health at New York University, and She's uh, also a professor of sociology at NYU and visiting professor of nutritional science at Cornell University. Yeah. Fabulous woman. Yeah. And, and yeah. really good for the nutrition industry. But, you know, those, that, those keys haven't changed. Right. You know, though that, that key philosophy right. hasn't changed over time. Exactly. Right. Just eat less,
1: move more, eat lots of fruits and vegetables. How simple is that? Love it. Right. Right. Thank you, Marion. That's right. Mm-hmm. And and, and she, she talks about that because there's all these dietary guidelines that tell us what to eat and how much of it to eat and all that. But um, they also tend to deal with single nutrients or foods and not patterns and not yeah. like overall
0: what we're eating or what we're doing or how we're living. Right. And that's reductionist philosophy. And we want to get. Out of that, we want to look at the whole person, the whole plate, the whole week, the whole month, What you're, what's going on in yeah. your life. Can't ignore all that stuff. No. That's our five foundations. That's right. <laughs> We'd love for you to listen to that one. Yes. That's one of our most popular podcasts, it actually. It is. Yeah. yeah, we've got lots of shares on that. So listen to that and share it. <laughs> yeah, so... If this sparked your curiosity, if you found value in this, please like us and rate us wherever you listen to your podcast. We really appreciate you sharing this with friends and family and staying connected in uh, social media. And if you want to sign up for our newsletter, head over to nourishcoaches.com and get signed up for that. Yep. Eat your fat. Eat fat. Thanks for listening. Keep the conversation going at nourishcoaches.com. And stay tuned for more Nourish Noshes as we continue our quest to make the world a healthier place.